And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. Loud and Proud Podcast Championship Series continues with Group 3 in the Loud Senior Championship. The Seanamanis, the Pats and the Dreadnoughts all face off in what looks to be, for me, the group of debt. First up in the group of debt, no better team than the Seanamanis. Under uh, the same management as last year, Paul McLaughlin comes in for his second year. Um, he's aided by um, one of the O'Rourke's, uh, Martin O'Rourke, who would have been would have been involved with uh, Aiden when he was with Laird, and Martin has given them a serious amount of already loaded steel um, to that group. They are very hard to beat. Always were, always will be hard to beat. They're very, very, very dogged. But this year they set up quite defensively. They get men behind the ball. They force turnovers. They hit you on the counter attack. They have players well equipped to play that role and suited to play that role and working in that role. So, like on one hand, you look at them and you say like they're decimated with injuries and missing players that might dent their hopes. But then on the other hand, like the the boys in the point road love nothing more than to prove everyone wrong and overcome adversity. Like I said, they're well set up. They're forever dogged. So you could write off the 2016 champions at, at Japero. Now. I know they were beaten last year by um, the Dreadnoughts in the group. That was only two points, so that was dogged. They, they, they had a really, really... That was one of the best games in the Championship last year between them and the Pats. So they'll, they'll face the Pats off in this group as well. What I'm kind of saying is they won't fear either of those teams. And the fact that the injuries have come when they have and players have left when they have means they're, they're well used to it. It's not like a big shock. Oh, look, he's not going to be there they know he's not going to be there similar to when the when Kevin Brennan wasn't there for them last year but this is uh, this is a group they can get out of and how did they win how did this, the Mahonies win the championship I suppose like I said they set up really tight but they have the likes of Stephen Kilcoyne and Ben McLaughlin up front who had that pace and power in the transition in the turnovers and very accurate as well punish teams they really do punish teams and that's how they could do it they just be dogged and dogged away to a whole championship with a bit of class up front in Kil- Killer Kilcoyne and um, Ben McLaughlin but then like you look at their team as well and it's like 
Who is missing? I suppose Conor Martin's injured at the moment. They have got Shane Brennan back, who's missed a lot of the league campaign. Mickey Clark is back as well. But the likes of John O'Brien and Crawley, Conor Crawley, I was going to say Willie Crawley, Conor Crawley out is like, he's nearly like, it's, it's literally taking the heart and brains out of your team. Um, because John John is worth about four points to them and Colin Crawley's worth about five so you take down two players out of your team and your, your mind is nine straight away just with, with Crawley up front you're always in the game you know, as the Marys know they're all, they could be out of it for long spells but uh, Crawley always seemed to come up with the goods but in, as well as that he was a great kind of target man for the lads to feed off the likes of those uh, nippy and speedy forwards to, to feed off the likes of even Stephen Fisher further out in the half forward line but then like I said like I, I forgot to mention in how they could win the championship they set up strong they had the Monday counter attack with those two attacking players um, that are hard to handle inside and then you have Conor Finnegan probably one of the best free takers in the county if not the best, he, his accuracy proved it down the years, and he's he's able to keep the scoreboard ticket over for them with that accuracy. And like I said, they they they, they know they've got they've got uh, players in there that have played a lot of football this year, a lot of young players there, the likes of um, Terry Kelly, um, Chris O'Neill, a fullback, um, Kyle Carroll was very impressive in the championship last year. Um, who is a step up star you're probably looking at Chris O'Neill at full back or even Keane McAvoy was at the under 20s as well this year um, so that's where it looks to be for them and like I said I know John O'Brien missing is massive he just controls the whole thing for them he's a rock of strength he's composure personified he's their think tank he's their brains on the field um, so they'll miss him dearly but like I said you're right off the man he's at your peril um, that's that's them. That's them in a nutshell. That's the the Point Road side. So up next in this group is the Dreadnoughts. Will it be their year? Is this the year? Will it, will they get the Joe Award? Can they get their hands on it? Is this the last year of going for it? Is this the going to be the tilt of all tilts? Um, on paper, like Clotterhead, like they possess it all. They have the experience. They have the talent. They have the depth. Now with young players coming in and they have a manager with pedigree um, but on the pitch it's where they have to prove it they look good early stage of last year um, they look good in the league this year they're they're, um, they're on the cusp of a top 4 finish uh, how can they win the championship it's very simple they all just they, they all click and they get that bit between their teeth and they say enough is enough uh, with with this group of players, with this golden generation of players that they have, that they just say enough is enough, and we win it. Um, that's that's basically how they do it. Um, they like they've Kieran Cunningham's back, so that's kind of he's a regular goalkeeper. That Chris Ryan was an outfield player there for the kickouts. Cunningham would boost them in that area as well. Like the, the, they've got young players in as well, the likes of uh, JU's, one of the Sutherlands. Um, I know now Dara Dara Shevlin has gone to Canada. That'll be a bit of a loss because he was playing quite well for them. That will harm the champs, chances a little bit. But you still have all the class of uh, Peppy Smith, Liam Shevlin, Peter Carroll went even on the senior panel, the senior Loud County panel. You have um, Peach. And Anthony Williams, who, who will bring that probably good form with the county this year, 
into the championship, and then you're still looking at the likes of Anthony Lynch, Ronan Califf off the bench. So they have it all. Like they'll probably be very pissed off the way they ended the year last year, the way they just kind of whimpered out of the Cardinal Donald semi final, and the way they went out again the Blues it was probably hard for them to take because they, they were going very well I know there was a bit of a long break in the momentum in the championship last year it'll be the same again this year with the whole of August kind of left vacant after the first couple of rounds in July it'll be left vacant due to the flan that's kind of overtaken all the draw and all the draw the teams are uh, they're hosting kind of camping sites on their pitches and, and grounds so that's maybe why that that's why there will be a break this year in August to bring it back into the quarter, the uh, knockout stages to September. But yeah, the the dreadnoughts have the potential of all the potential in the world. It's just about whether they do it and get even getting back to the to the summit, getting back to the final. I know uh, they'll relish it. They'll relish. Um, to relish the battle with the next the next group, the next team in the group, and that is the one and only Pats. But before we get into them, I think I don't think anyone, like I mentioned Darren Tag, I don't think anyone would begrudge the uh, the Dreadnoughts getting over the line and getting their one Joe Ward or or else they could be the Cooley of that generation where a lot of those Cooley players didn't win a senior when they had their chance. Um is this the last chance to do it? I don't necessarily think so. I think there's still youth and, and plenty, plenty of stuff in the legs. But on paper, they have they have a lot of qualities there to do the business, and uh, I don't think anyone would begrudge them. Now the Pats, the Pats, the Pats, the Pats did never go away. They um, they're even quite they're, they're even quite steadily performing in the league as well. So. With, they have a new manager this year. They've got rid of uh, Fergal Real, the the most esteemed manager. They usually say don't go back, and he did go back. And so he got into the senior semi final, but they were just a wee bit off, and they they, they weren't going to get there really when when it showed. It showed the Martins could get goals in that semi final last year. But new manager in Paddy White, he'll know firsthand what makes players tick. Well, he knows how to win championships. He would have been in the dressing rooms with a lot of these players as well, um, and. Like this, they've gone in house, and maybe that might bode well for them for like getting that inspiration to make them tick. Uh, and the return of a certain Paddy Keenan improves their chances dramatically as well. You never know. If, uh, I suppose how to win the championship. Paddy returns to great form. They they rely on the old guard for one more. Get the band together for one more title tilt. Um. Even to get Owen O'Connor home as well. He comes out and then he wins the championship for them. But uh, it's looking like they're still a solid team. Very hard to beat. They, they have, they have, for me now, everyone kind of looks at the old guard for the for the Pats and think, oh, they're not really producing it. But I, I, I see a lot of potential in their, in their new players. Um, the likes of... Uh, that uh, Jack Murphy is quite a good player, big, tall, halfback, very good player. Um, and then Cottle Grogan, I know he would be uh, he's, he's established for a couple of years, but he's a step up star. If if they're going to do the business, it'll be Grogan at full forward where it'll come from. Um, but then 
there's a uh, Daniel O'Connor still classy pulling the strings. Martin Martin Breen is there. He's he's actually come in and made a play, made his place his own around the middle of the field. Massive big player, and it kind of frees up Paddy to do the heavy work going forward, and it frees up Desi to go full back instead of being midfield. Same with Darren O'Hanlon going centre back. So they're solid all over as usual. They'll get scores. Um, young Tyga Connor as well has come in and done rightly. There's another player I uh, I cannot remember. Hang on, let me think. No, it won't come to me. He's calling back. Is it Jason? He played very well from last year. He, he actually played corner forward now when calling back. He's a good chap as well. Um, but the Pats will be there, thereabouts. They, they never, they never found wanting. Paddy Keenan give them a lift. Like who, like who wouldn't get lift off Paddy Keenan coming back into your team despite how far, how long he was away or whatever. He still comes into it, even performing quite well um, since he's come back. They were very close to getting into the semi-finals of the. Of the league as well, Leonard Gray's built up experience with the county team as well. So, like looking at it, they're not a spent force that everyone might think they are. They might have a kick in them yet. It's a very dogged group, really, when you look at it uh, across the board. But um, like the the parts of history that the Dreadnoughts is very well documented documented the senior finals and what have you and then the recent history with the Mahonies in the senior final and even last year's uh, quarter final loss so there's plenty of edge and blood and guts in this group um, I'm going to make my predictions now um, who tops this group you'd have to go to Dreadnoughts uh, yeah you'd have to go to Dreadnoughts to top this group let me get me Romans through my piece of paper Dreadnoughts top of the group and then it's toss of a kind I suppose between the Pats and the Mahonies and uh, the Mahonies probably short those players will probably catch up with them but then you never know you never know um, the first like the first game is anyway is, is the Dreadnoughts and the Pats Sunday the 14th in the Grove at half three they're the second of that double header <coughs> that means the Mahonies are waiting in the wings so the Pats maybe lose to Dreadnoughts that first game and then They'll have a couple of weeks preparation to play the Mahonies. The Dreadnoughts win and they play the Mahonies second week out. The Mahonies might be ready for them. Um, that might give the Mahonies a slight edge. Um, I don't want an any right off the Mahonies because they could really come back and throw it in my face like they usually do. But yeah, no, I'll say the Dreadnoughts top. And I suppose you could ask me tomorrow who comes second and it'd be different to today. But I think I will go with Dunmanis just ahead of the Pats, just because of the history of last year. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I go with that. Yeah, just about Dunmanis ahead. Dreadnoughts and Dunmanis there. So that's that's Group Two. That's the Group of Debt. And Jesus, nearly the debt to me calling that group to be honest, or it might it might yet be. But um, yeah, if you agree or disagree or don't disagree or you fully agree with me. You think I'm great, and you think it's the right calls. Get involved on Loud and Proud on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And listen, get your get your opinions in, um, or even even if I've missed out on some uh, aspect, or some players away, or some players injured, or I name check the player wrong, um, or even if you think there's a step up star within the ranks that I've overlooked, or should be there thereabouts, or could be a big player this year. Let me know. It'd be great. It's it's great to join the conversation. And I love nothing more than talking football, especially loud football, especially loud club football. So uh, if anything, this is enjoyable and it's going to make for a really good group, very similar to the group two 
uh, for di- for different reasons. Group two will be really open, and group three will be very. There'll be nothing in it. It'll be full heart, intense action in this group because they're very physical. All those three teams, despite um, good forwards, they they love to defend. They can hit hard. Um, there used to be some torn up for the books if the dreadnoughts didn't get out of the grip, and the Pats and the Mahonies actually. Uh, Turn it around and put the dreadnoughts out of it, but I can't see that happening on the way in McKeever's stewardship this year. He runs a tight ship, runs a good operation, um, and he'll feel. I'd say they'll feel very pissed off the way they petered out last year. Um, and then Paddy White in his new season in charge. Oh, Paul McLaughlin's been there second year. Very hard to know. Very hard to call. But listen, I've made me call. Like I said, it could change tomorrow. Do let me know. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for listening. That's group three. Only one more group left. Chick that 
looking what she'd got. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot. I mean, she was.